0: Alright, alright, alright. Welcome to the broadcast. And, uh, my apologies ahead of time. I am um, not going to be looking much at the camera. Uh, but I do want to say some things this morning that the Lord's put on my heart. And, uh, if you're listening to this, it might be for you. Um, God has been assuring me over the course of the last many days not to give up on praying and interceding for this nation. Not to feel as though we have been defeated. I know as we look at the current circumstances, uh, there's a propensity in our heart to look at things and say, oh my gosh, our nation is done. If you look at it with carnality, if you look at it with eyes of flesh, that would be something that would probably come into your mind as a a rational, logical human being. You look at the country, you look at some of the things that are happening with these Marxists these communists that have found their way to power and we think oh my gosh judgment is upon us our nation is done uh it's basically the end times and that's it but i will just give you something here that i have to go along with what god is speaking to my heart i can't i can't look at the news i can't look at what the people are saying i have to go to god and 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 get inquire of his Holy Spirit, have to go to the Lord, and say, Lord, what are you saying? What are you saying about our nation? And uh, and we'll mention what's going on in Israel in a few minutes, because I know a lot of you guys want me to talk about Israel, and we're going to talk about Israel, but I want to just get this word out there. God is saying, hold on, he's not done, he's not done with our country, he's not done with America, he's not done with the church, okay? So that's a big, big statement from the Lord. I'm going to pull over here because I really, I really, really really believe it's important. It's just crucial that I drop this, uh, what the Lord has put on my heart today. So let me just pull over here for a minute. All right, so here's the deal, guys. Something happened in our country, okay, over the course of the last many years, especially over the last many decades, where the, the church, unfortunately, got off course. And uh, what's happened is, uh, and, and by the way, I'm not perfect. Uh, you know, I'm not saying I have all the answers, so I want to get that right out there. I'm saying look to Jesus. Don't look to Pastor Todd. Look to Jesus. But here's the thing. We got off course, and we started making the assembling of the brethren about other things. It became about kind of a celebrity infiltration in the body of Christ, where people started making it about them. You know, it started becoming about all these other factors. How big the church is. How many members you got. And what happened was people stopped preaching the entirety of the word of God, boldly and unafraid. They started cutting elements of the of the word of God, the truth, out. And that did a tremendous disservice. Hear me. A tremendous disservice to America. Because what it did, if you picture yourself as like a teacher, it's a fivefold ministry gifting, right? If a teacher purposely withholds, you know, part of the curriculum – which, by the way, I'm not talking about today's off-base, crazy curriculums. I'm talking about if it was a pure curriculum, and they were and they were held, holding out elements that are core elements of that curriculum. Then what would happen to the child? They would they would not be properly equipped. They'd be ill-equipped, and and then so when when they would go into the workforce and they'd go into life, what would happen? They would be ill-equipped. They wouldn't be able to handle that job because they didn't know. Now, of course, you learn things on the job, and I think that's what's happened in the body of Christ, is that remnant people like yourself, you've sought to go deeper, and, and in, in being in, in line with the Holy Spirit and going deeper, the God has revealed things to you, as he has with me. So you've still gotten the meat, but you had to really seek. And unfortunately, from the pulpit, you didn't get it in a lot of cases because the preachers, unfortunately, held back. Key segments of the scripture and key elements, and so what happened was the body became ill-equipped. The body became ill-equipped. Now I call it seeker-friendlyism, okay? And there's nothing wrong with wanting to have a church that you know people can come that are seeking. Don't get me wrong, but the problem with seeker-friendlyism is it does just that. It 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 kind of like tames down, it like dulls down. And what does the Bible say? A little 11 is the whole lump. So you let a little compromise in, or you don't talk about sex before marriage. You don't talk about living in sin. You don't talk about pornography. You don't talk about all these things that are pervasive in our society and in the church. And what happens is the the the, the body becomes ill-equipped. So here we are, 2021, the body is ill-equipped. Now what's happening is God, but God. Put a little comma, but God, okay? What happened is, the Lord saw this, and he said, no, 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 this this is not how I want it. I want my children to have the full truth. I want my children to be operating in the gifts of the Spirit. I want my children to be able to witness and see and, and even perform through the power of my Holy Spirit miracles, signs, and wonders. Are you tracking with me so far? So God saw what happened in our nation, and he said, this is not good. And so he allowed, by his goodness and grace, a sequence of events to take place. He led a very, um, you know, different type of person than what the Christian church and religiosity would have ever thought would be the one that he would use in Donald Trump. And what did he do? He placed an anointing and a mantle upon him. Yes, he did. He anointed Donald Trump to be president. And then in 2016, he allowed this man, who, which was unlikely, as David was, as many other in the Bible were, the most unlikely of people, the Apostle Paul, okay, the most unlikely of people, Donald Trump, and he anointed him, and he said, I'm going to use this man as my wrecking ball. And what Donald Trump did was he spoke truth. He exposed the corruption in government. And by the way, as I was there, he exposed corruption in the church. He said, What, you guys don't want me to repeal the Johnson Amendment? You're not concerned about that? Why I would be concerned about that if I was you? Just being his typical Donald Trump. He said, Well, why aren't you concerned? Well, I would be concerned about that, yeah. You know, and, and certain people said, Yeah, repeal it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what, let us be able to speak and, and and uncuff our hands. Well, other pastors didn't even care. And with Donald Trump, I believe he saw what many of you have seen. What I have seen is that there was a sickness in the body of Christ. It became about prophecy on demand. Give me a word, prophet. I want to hear encouragement. You know, tickle my ears. And this happened. And it it created a great sickness among the body. And what happened is in America, and this happened over the course of many, many years, what happened is we stopped seeing miracle signs and wonders. Pastors were ordained and licensed without even knowing how to deliver somebody of demonic bondage, of demonic assignments in their life. Didn't even know deliverance ministry. Didn't even understand deliverance ministry. Shied away from it. We're scared of it. They didn't want it to get messy. They had to stay within the uh, 22 minutes that were allotted for worship and the 30 minutes that were allotted for the message, and they got to get the people out and get the new group in. And by the way, The pastor didn't even know the people because there's so many people. So he wasn't shepherding. There's no accountability. There's no eldership. Okay? And I'm not being critical here. I'm just being honest because we need to have honest conversations. So what happened was the nation became weakened, and there was a vacuum where the church was meant to be the head, not the tail. But instead what happened is, is that society, instead of being transformed, we became conformed. And what we did was we started trying to be more like society instead of teaching society the ways of the Lord, evangelizing, getting people saved, set free, healed, delivered. Instead, what happened was we conformed and we became like the world. And we said, we got to have perfect sound systems and these beautiful screens behind us and smoke screens. And, hey, look, I know. Listen. I might even have a church at some point that has one of those screens. So don't get me wrong. I'm not speaking against you, Pastor, if you have a screen. But you can't make those things idols. You can't make those things idols. That was never what it was. It was never about that. It was never about the screens and the building and the, you know, this amazing millions and millions of dollars facilities. And I get it. We have to have a place to assemble. I am not against large church buildings. As long as they're preaching the full gospel, as long as there's accountability, as long as the Holy Spirit is not quenched, that's what we care about. And that's what was happening. That's what was happening. So here's what's happening now. okay? Here's what's happening now. This is that God is shifting, and he's separating the wheat from the chaff, okay? and he's doing a major reconstruction in the body of Christ. Because there needs to be, we need a remodel. Okay, not not that anything was wrong with the followers of the way in the initial church, but what, what happened in the American church, we need a move of God. We need a great awakening. We need revival. We need new life. We need to be able to see the types of moves of God that are happening in Af- Africa and other places in the world where people are just witnessing the glory. But why isn't it happening in America? Somebody gets sick, and what do they say in the body of Christ? Instead of laying hands on the sick and believing God is going to heal them by his stripes, boom, in the name of Jesus, what do we do? We run to get vaccinated because we're fearful. And what does the Lord say? What place does fear have with love? Perfect love casts out fear. And so what we need is we need to get back on fire for the Lord. But what is that going to take is it takes us going back to the principles of the Word of God in its entirety and understanding where we got off saints. Where we got off. We got off. And the first thing that somebody has to do, when they have a problem, is to recognize they have a problem. If we don't recognize we have a problem, then how can we fix it and get a solution? We're not going to get a solution. There has to be the recognition as the body to say, yes, we have a problem. But guess what? There's a solution. And what's the solution? What's what's happening right now? is is that there's a remnant rising in America, the United States of America. It's a nameless, faceless move of God. It doesn't require a ministry name. It doesn't require somebody to get up there and say, this is the Todd Coconato revival. No, it's not. No, it's not. This isn't a, a revival with somebody's name on it. This isn't a revival with somebody's ministry on it. God is using different people. He's anointing different people. He's allowing different people to speak and be his representative, but this is a nameless, faceless move of the Holy Spirit. We've got to come back to our first love, Jesus Christ. And so this is the deal. You have to hear this because it's all kind of coming together now where the Lord is showing me. He is willing to move in our country. He's not just going to forsake us. He's not just going to leave us. America is not done. It's not finished. He wants to move in America. He wants to move in America. He's raising up a remnant for a time as this of truth seekers. He wants to move, but he needs a people that are seeking his face, that hunger and thirst for righteousness, that are willing to stand firm, to hold the line, to understand that the faithful, fervent prayers of a righteous man avails much. First, we have to believe that God answers prayer, because without faith, it's impossible to please God. But with faith, we can move the mountain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So there's a lot of people that are out there and you're saying, God doesn't see me. I don't understand. All these other people have ministries and all these other people. I don't get it. No, that's not true. He does see you. He hears you. He sees you. In fact, many of you have been held tucked away, tucked away for this season where God is raising up a remnant. He specifically didn't want you tied in with the muck and the mire. He specifically didn't want you. Why do you think it's been so hard for Pastor Todd over the years to to meld with this mainstream Christianity? I tell you, I know them all. I've met every single one of them over the years, shake their hands, give them a hug, met them, talk to them. But for whatever reason, God kind of kept me set apart. And I said, why? I don't understand why, Lord. But I wasn't going to push myself. I wasn't going to push myself there because, hey, you know what? God's will. God's will, right? Whatever he has. The bottom line was this was never about me, and you know what? If he wants me to be on some show or whatever, then great, but if he doesn't, then oh, well, this was about me doing the Lord's work, and, and I'm, I'm saying this because it's the same for you. It's never been about your name and lights it's never that, that's what the world wants. If that's what you get, that's your reward. If you want your reward to be in heaven, then hold tight and hold line. Do you hear me? Are you hearing what I'm saying? So the anointing is coming upon the remnant body of Christ right now. It's very powerful, very important, very timely. And God is going to move in America in such a way that the enemy will not be able to stop what God is doing. And that's why Satan rages. But those Satan rages, we will not be defeated. We've got the power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And so people are going to be deplatformed in this time. There's going to be certain people that lose ministries. There's going to be certain churches that close down. But God is raising up a remnant for a time as this. It's a peculiar thing. His ways are not our ways. He used Donald Trump. Why Donald Trump? You know what? That's what the, the nation needed was a Donald Trump who came in and opened the door to truth. And all of a sudden, it was like a flood. Truth speakers started speaking out. People started researching. They started looking into the corruption. They said, oh, my gosh. Look how far this has gone. It goes into the courts. It goes into the you know, the, the elected officials all around the country, the DAs. It goes into the letter agencies. It goes into all different, the corruption, corruption, corruption. God is exposing all the corruption because he needs to get this up and out. But first we need to see it because we have to recognize the problem before we get the solution. So here's the deal. You look at America now and you say, oh my gosh, it's done. It's turning into a Marxist, no, here's the thing, we will not have the same fate that happened in communist China, we will not have the same fate that happened in Cuba, we will not have the same fate that happened in Venezuela, we will not have the same fate that happened in Russia, why, why, I'm going to tell you why right now, you ready, here's the deal, We have a righteous remnant in the United States of America that is willing to hold the line and stand for truth and righteousness. And we are not going to make the same mistakes that they made in Nazi Germany and other countries because people are going to start standing in the droves. Stand up! Stand up for truth! Stand up for the word. Don't, be, don't do it because Pastor Todd told you to do it. Do it because inside you know it's the right thing to do, and we need to do it now. It's high time in America that the church of God rises up. It's high time in America that we stand for righteousness. We don't want the, 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 the evil and, and the lies and the corruption of the enemy that he's tried to push on us. Oh, what's good is evil, and what's evil is good. What's man is woman. What's woman is man. Come on. God is opening the eyes. The scales are falling off. The people of God are waking up. They're getting the same message. You may not even met this this person, but God's given you the same message as he's given up. This is amazing. And so what I'm saying today, and this is the message of the Lord, is hold on. I'm coming. And when I come, the people of God will know, and those that don't know me will also know, because it will be the Lord. And his mighty rushing wind, Acts chapter 2, suddenly, that does something so powerful that even those who don't know the Lord will say, yes, God must have moved. God is going to move, ladies and gentlemen. Those prayers that are going up, that intercession that you're doing, with your prayer partner that you may think sometimes, I don't think anybody hears me. You're praying with your family. That time in your prayer closet, in your devotional time, God hears every single one of those prayers. And they are coming It's coming to a head. God is about to move in such a way it's not going to be our way. It's going to be his way. But what he's going to do is clean out the church because he comes back, and he's coming soon for a church without spot nor wrinkle. He's coming back for a remnant church that's willing to hold the line, and he needed to know, he needed to know who was willing to stand. So will you stand? Will you stand? Will you stand, saint? Will you hold the line? Will you believe what the Lord said? Whose report will you believe? I will believe the report of the Lord. God is good. He is faithful. He is righteous in all of his ways. God is not done with America. We are going to see a great move of God and make a great revival in this nation. People are going to be healed, set free. People are going to come in with tattoos. They're going to come in. You know, from all different walks of life, you better be ready to accept them and love them and show them the love of Christ. They may come in with skimpy clothes that you may not be used to. They may come in with dirty clothes, ripped up clothes. They may come in depressed. They may come in from drug addiction. They may come in from all walks of life. Be ready. This is what revival looks like. It's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be just right. So we need to stand. Stand. Hold the line. Don't be afraid. Kick fear. Just kick fear to the curb. Kick fear to the curb. And the Lord's message today is, I am coming like a mighty rushing wind. Hold the line. I will move. Hold the line. I will move in my time, says the Lord. Not in not man's time. I will move in my time, says the Lord. And when I move, you will know that I have moved, for I am good, and I love you, and I love my precious bride, the church, and I'm doing this for the good of of the bride. I'm doing this for the good of the bride. That's what this is for, because God loves the bride so much that he's doing this for the love of the bride. Think about it when you're about to get married, how much you love the bride, right? You love the bride. If you're getting married, or, or, the groom, you know you, you, whoever you know, depending on who you are, the body of the groom, how much you love that person, God loves us even more, and he's doing this because he knows that we could not have gone on the way that we were going, we were headed down the wrong path, we were headed to destruction, we were we were headed down the wrong path, and God says, I love you so much that I'm allowing this time period. Hallelujah. That when I come, everyone will know it was me. I have not forgotten you. I have not forsaken you. I have not left you. I hear your prayers and I am coming. Behold, like a mighty rushing wind, and the enemy will be defeated in Jesus' name. Had to release this word today. It It was pregnant inside of me. I pray that you share the message if you feel led. God is not done with America. He is coming. He is coming. He is coming. Hold on. Hold the line. Stand firm. Give him praise and watch and see what the Lord does. Hallelujah. God bless you.